everybody. Long time no see, but we're back here live again, and quite lively at that. Uh, we got a very special episode this time around for the Changing Times podcast, where we talk about anything and everything transformation related. This is your host, Cheesy Dino, and uh, like I said, very special episode this time around. I am joined by uh, two wonderful women here. Uh, first off, some of you may know, uh, her name is uh, Katyana, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Um, and her fur affinity moniker is Katernalia, a little bit more difficult that time. Um, so welcome her here for the uh, podcast tonight. Thank you, um, it's Katana, but thank you. <laughs> well, hopefully a little closer than most. But uh, <laughs> her counterpart here tonight, uh, she's wa- wanting to go simply by Steph, but her uh, fur affinity or deviant art is Twin Tigers. So uh, wonderful to have you here as well. Thank you. It's good to be here. All right. So let's get right into it. So uh, let's go ahead and get formalities out of the way. Uh, let's go ahead and go with uh, where your name comes from, um, Katina. Um, as you had so corrected me with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so my name was just a really it was my first character in any MMO ever. I feel like I feel like I'm Kent Luxury right now. Um, it was, yeah, it was my Guild War Two character. Uh, it was she was a Norn, so she could transform into a giant snow leopard lady. Yeah. All right, and how about Cater Caternalia? <laughs> um, Caternalia is just um, it, it's technically named after like the Roman festival um in December. Uh, after Saturn, but I just I just changed it to Cat. Okay, and uh, was there any kind of differ differentiation between the two, or did you just come with one after the other? Uh, when I first joined like the the FA community, I had no idea what to call myself, and I didn't make art or anything, so I didn't think that anyone would look at my profile. So I didn't actually think about my name too much. <laughs> okay, well, I'm pretty sure that happens to the most of us. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's go with you, Miss Steph. Um, course pretty straightforward name but how about twin tigers what came up with that um i've really liked uh i'm really into like zodiac stuff so um my birth year in the chinese zodiac was that of a tiger and my western zodiac is that of a gemini so i was like i have no idea how to make that work and then i was just like whatever two tigers there i'm done (laughs) simple and yeah and that's it also kind of came around because when I was first starting to get into transformation, I was like, tiger ladies, I can do. So let me stick with tiger twins that, that I know how to do. So, Well, that's a good start, I guess you could say. Mm. <laughs> so do you have a tattoo of a tiger on your uh, ankle then? I'm actually <laughs> planning to get one on my back. <laughs> oh. uh, I, I really think like stuff like that is really cool. I, I know there was a woman who had tiger stripes down her neck and another one who had snow leopard spots all over her shoulders. And I was like, I need to do that someday. That is too cool. <laughs> and now you have to find your Zodiac counterpart. I forgot what goes well with tigers. It's funny because most of my uh, uh, friends are ox and they're not supposed to get along with tigers at all. But apparently we're all pretty cool, so, I mean, I must be one chill tiger. Oh, well, I guess the Chinese were wrong about that one, then. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, getting right on with it, so uh, let's get to the nitty-gritty. How did you two get into transformation? 
So we'll start with you, Kat, uh, Katana. Um, oh man, <laughs> I've been into it pretty much since I can remember. Uh, yeah, like every every movie and TV show that I remember, it, it had TF in it because those are the ones that I remembered most. And um, I was pretty much raised on Beast Wars, Transformers toys, and um, and yeah, like Animorphs. It was like the one thing where I was like, oh, oh, I really like this stuff. And I feel like <laughs> reading back on it now, it's like, oh, she actually had like she she's must be into TF. Like the way she wrote those books, yeah. So that, that was what uh, caught me. Uh, okay. I share a lot in common with her. When I was growing up, Beast Wars was on TV, and it was like, oh my god, this is so cool. And um, and Animorphs was a big part of my childhood, too, because, I mean, whenever the Scholastic Book Fair came on, it was like, yes! <laughs> so uh, I got super into that entire series, and... Um, one of the characters that really resonated with me from that series was um, was Rachel, who turned into a lady grizzly. And I was like, I want to do that. I want to be a bear. <laughs> um, there was also other things that weren't quite as into, like, like there were women who transformed, but they weren't into animals. Um, there was people like Aya Bray from Parasite Eve. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was Terra from uh, Final Fantasy VI. Uh, she just turned into a beast lady, and I really loved that whole mystical aspect of it. I thought that was amazing. All right. Okay, cool. Good stuff. So uh, when you're talking about you know all these shows and books that got you into TF, um, was there any kind of like awkwardness involved? I know I've, I've never really asked this question before, but it kind of came up over time. Uh, thinking about questions and all that sort. But, uh, you know, just you never really think about when you get into a transformation or when you start to get more involved in transformation, you think about your roots. But uh, was there just like a sort of confusion when you started getting, uh, I guess, an attraction to the subject of transformation here? Um, for me, um, oh, my God. OK, uh, I was I was really young. I was like, I don't know. Maybe I was like 12 or something, and I finally got uh, the tape of the Animorphs show. Because you couldn't find that anywhere, and my, my cousin's like, oh, I got it for you. And I'm like, oh my god, so excited to watch it. And I'm watching it, and I'm like, oh shit, I hope someone doesn't walk in right now. I'm like, wait, but why? <laughs> you were like, it's porn, but I don't know that it's porn yet. Yeah, like, I was, I was so embarrassed. I was like, oh god, I'm like watching, like, kids' show, but it's like, I really like it, and I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and how about you, uh, Miss Steph, this, uh come as a confusion for you as first? Um, I never really associated it with sex at first. Um, that took many years. Like I was in, like, I was just out of like high school when it first became a thing like, Hey, this could be viewed in a sexual way. I had a friend show me and it was kind of like, Oh, I like this. Do you know about this? And I was like, I have never, I know about this, but I have never, seen it in this way before and it kind of blew my mind um there was a a great deal of confusion at that point for me because for me it was more of um like an empowering thing yeah you know like i said i want to be a bear so (laughs) i didn't think that being a bear could be sexy but apparently it can be and uh that kind of came afterwards now i now it's more like okay now i get it and now i think that yeah that's pretty hot but that didn't happen until way later. It's like someone had to like press a button and be like, "Hey, check it out." <laughs> right on. <laughs> so yeah, and I think 
a lot of people feel the same way, especially uh, from what I gather started in the 80s. That's uh, what I've confirmed so far. And I think the earliest form was in the form of Yahoo groups, if anyone even remembers that. Oh, my uh, God. Or yeah. even Geo groups, if even further. <laughs> yeah, I remember but, that. Uh, very, very niche subject, but uh, pretty sure we've all come to the same page at some point on that. Mm-hmm. But uh, just segue into my next question from that. Um, do you feel this that transformation in itself has any kind of significance to your your personality or even your personal history? You want to go, Jack? Uh, okay. Well, I could go. Um, I don't know. Like it's like everything that I've ever loved pretty much like has has something to do with TF. So I feel like it's it's pretty much invaded my my whole being. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, because, well, like, also, like, all my friends now, it's like, oh, like, all my friends know that I'm into TF, even, like, my real-life friends, because, like, oh, they're, like, they'll find a show, they're, like, oh, did you see that, like, last week's Grimm episode, did you see, um, what was that, like, the, the cannibal show, there was, like, some guy who wore, like, a deer head, and he's, like, oh, yeah, the, you, you would like this for the TF stuff, these are, like, my school friends, so, <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, I'm super Everybody knows. Everybody yeah, knows. everyone knows, and then they're totally chill with it because, like, I know cool people, and um, yeah, all my internet friends also in the TF, so I've like surrounded myself by by awesome, loving, uh, knowing people who allow me to be my my like random TF self, and I can just like be whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of true because um, there was a I forget what it was, but uh, I think there was like a toy that I found, and I was like, oh my god, you know, Cat would love this. She would look at this and just because <laughs> like you could flip the head and. And, like, make it have wings and stuff. And I instantly was like, yes, she would absolutely love this. So I can confirm that she indeed is, like, it's in everything. <laughs> um, <laughs> I honestly, I feel like um, it's not to that kind of extent. Like, I'm more aware of it. And, you know, I mean, it's kind of like when I'm in a crisis situation or in a kind of situation where I feel like I cannot handle something, I'd be like, you know what I could do? Like, and I could think of myself in a different kind of being a different kind of being or being able to use this as a way to, you know, be like, well, fuck this. I'm out. I'm a bear. I'm sorry. I'm stuck on that. But <laughs> I do the same uh, thing too. <laughs> just like, I don't like, want to be here right now. Let's just like threaten everyone as a giant snow leopard and just get into the situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't need to deal with reality or consequences if you're a fucking leopard. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> so it's interesting that you say that uh, you're pretty well known both in and outside of the internet as far as uh, you know your interests. So just kind of curious, uh, was there like any kind of initial uh, restraint, I guess you could say, or... Uh, uh, withdrawal or loss of words but anyway um, was there any kind of hesitance as far as you know letting people know what you're into your interests as far as you know if they find out am I going to be looked at as weird or just that really taboo element uh, that you would expect from the uh, general consensus out there was there any kind of feeling with that uh, starting out Kat? Uh, well like I would never tell my coworkers or something but um, no, like for my friends, I don't know, because I feel like everyone's so open these days that you can pretty much tell them anything and they'll be fine with it. Um, pretty much the only people that have ever said anything are people commenting on my internet stuff, like, oh, what the fuck, like, what the hell is this? Um, you know, it's weird. It, you you should be like ashamed of it. It's like, well, I'm on the internet. You don't even know who I am. Like, why would you even say that? But um, no, in 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 reality, um, 
it was like because before I knew I liked it that way. Um, my friends already like we kind of all watched the same thing, so they it, it was a weird thing to talk about. But yeah, like later on, um, it's still pretty open. Like I don't have to be secret about it. Okay, and I, we forgot to mention the fact that you're based out of Canada, yeah. uh, so welcoming our international uh, neighborhood <laughs> over here. Oh, but, uh, Canada. <laughs> Maybe we're more open about that stuff. I don't know. <laughs> well, well, exactly in relation to that, because I'm thinking now of our previous episode where we had uh, Urban Vixen and uh, Jao Ganetsu from the UK, and we were talking about just the uh, sort of situation in their side of the woods as far as you know, speaking about this subject matter over there. And they said it's a little bit more open as compared you know, it's here in the U.S. where we're a little bit more clammed, clammed up about our thoughts. So do you feel, because uh, I know you're in the U.S. right now and you switch back and forth, but do you feel there's a little bit more of that openness in Canada as compared to over here in the U.S.? Um, yeah, I definitely do. Uh, like people here, I don't know. We were just getting stared. Like the other day, we were just getting stared at just for the, the clothes we were wearing. It was like, what, what's wrong with us? Like we're, we're just like a little bit different and people just, they kind of freak out about it. I don't know. It's a different culture entirely. Like in Canada, you can pretty much do whatever and they don't care as long as you're not hurting anyone. <laughs> oh, okay. And uh, how about you, Steph, since you're born and raised a U.S. citizen here? Mm. So you said you kind of just don't really give two craps about what people think <laughs> on your interests. But, you know, just growing up and how you've kind of noticed over the years, do you feel like, you know, compared to internationally or worldwide, worldwide that the uh, U.S. is a little bit on the uh, sort of closed inside of things as compared to the others? I'd agree um, because a lot of people who I've had the pleasure to talk to uh, in this community are based all around. Um, there's one, two people I do know of that are in the States but a vast majority otherwise are located in different countries. Um, there's uh, there's a cat who's in Canada. Um, I know of um, Altair who's in France. Um, in fact, there's a great number of ones of artists I admire in the community that are from France. I've, uh, I'm not sure if Nigel is from France. I think so. I think I he know. is. He's French-Canadian, I think. Uh, okay. Wait, is he? He's French. Oh. No, I lied. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you! I was gonna uh, say I'd know if he was in Quebec. No, but yeah. Uh, that's also another one. There's um, uh, Dragon Yard is in Canada in in Quebec. Um, there's Ludo who's in uh, Quebec. There's there just seems to be a, a a great abundance of them in many other places. Um, I could be wrong because I'm not as well acquainted with the community as I would like to be. But from what from my personal experience, I've seen that it's just. No problem anywhere else, but from here, from like America, you kind of do have people who are like, yeah, kind of, kind of this. Shh, don't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, do you guys feel this is something more involved with, uh, like the 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 fact of the media, or is it more so of just what people are born and raised to kind of understand about? what you should really publicize about yourself or uh, relate yourself to different cliques or groups or anything of that fact? I would say so, definitely. Um, you're just, it also, it really does depend on where you're born. Um, 
because and how of, you're raised. Yeah, that's true. Because um, he, I'm from New York, and pretty much nobody here really gives a shit about what you're doing, unless you're really, you know, unless you're pretty loud about it. You know what I mean? It's like it's just there's a very f- different kind of there's an openness to it. You know, like people are pretty liberal here, obviously. Um, you know. But there's also kind of like a, a hush thing. Like here in New York, uh, there was a there are women who run around with uh, their tops off, and they just have like body paint. They have body paint over their chest, oh. and people, uh, yeah, and you could see their chest, their bare chest, and um, there was a huge uproar over it. Um, the mayor wanted to like m- make that illegal, even though it's not illegal for women to walk around topless in New York. So oh. it's kind of like, so what's the problem? Oh. Meanwhile, in my city, we have the naked bike ride every year, and no one cares at all. They're just completely <laughs> naked, riding around downtown. Yeah, and we can like wear our, we can wear whatever the hell kind of masks or whatever we want. Like we we all do like the the silicone for, the furry masks, whatever. All downtown, no one cares. We're just like walking the movie theater, like oh, that's so cool. Meanwhile, in your country, that's like illegal. <laughs> yeah, uh, the yeah, I can't. I don't know why, but I I was actually curious about that, Jack. Did they have you ever received any kind of stares wearing your your masks in public? I get stares, but they're like they're like more like. I don't know. They kind of look scared of me. It's like, what? What is she gonna do to me? But um, like I mostly I get people saying, "Oh my god, that's the coolest thing in the world." Are you from Avatar? And I'm like, um, no, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my like, god. The worst I got. Like the only actually the only negative comment I've ever got was um coming home late at night and there was like a bunch of uh like high school aged guys and they're just like you know like oh we're gonna put this on Twitter oh what are you an alien and like uh, whatever. <laughs> well, you can't recognize a cat head. Yeah, I know. Really? At least you got your media attention there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just to relate this, since we're kind of getting tidbits uh, about it already from uh, what you guys are saying so far, but mm-hmm. um, of course, the funny thing about you two being here on the same episode is uh, your relation or uh, co- pretty much your acquaintance to our very first podcaster k libra um so steph you've been very 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 long friends with k libra um and you jack or cat i'm too used to calling you jack but (laughs) (laughs) but for you um gotten pretty acquainted with k libra as well but uh just in reference to that sort of fact here um just as far as transformations uh, kind of involved here. How did you guys sort of uh, intertwine or kind of relate to each other as far as realizing or discovering the interest of transformation uh, when you guys sort of started learning about that aspect of each other? Um, I'm going to go because it, with Jack, it was just kind of like, I'm sorry, with Kat, it was... Um, it was kind of like, hey, this, uh, you know, this girl's on for affinity and she's writing TF stories. So I knew that immediately about her. And it was like, OK. And I went to go read her stuff. And then it's like, oh, I'm talking to her. You want to talk to her? And I was like, shit, why not? You know, and then suddenly and, we're at uh, Nathan's eating hot dogs together. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, <laughs> uh, you know what? Hi. Um how are you? And then it just kind of got into it from there. Yep. Um, 
like uh, it, it was really kind of a, a natural thing. There was no real awkwardness because um, I remember when she was here one of the first times, uh, there was this really beautiful shop that we walked past and it had like animal fur and, and horns and stuff like that, like a costume shop, I think. I'm, I'm not really sure what it was. But um, she was staring at the stuff in the window and I was just like, you want to buy some of that? <laughs> and she laughed and she was like, you know, and... It was just, it was really kind of like an easy thing for me because there was no real complication because um, I kind of knew that f- about her off of the bat. Uh, I don't know if that's the same thing for you, Jack, because, I mean. Yeah, like, well, you, like, I, I knew that you were an artist in TF and, yeah, like, I, I knew that already about you before we even met, so. Oh, I didn't know that before. Now I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, how about in relation to um, when you, uh, Steph, were growing up with Kay Libra, how did that kind of formulate as time went on? Um, I always had that interest, like I said, with things like Iabray or Terra and, or Animorphs and whatnot, but I never really said anything about it because I felt that, you know, it was just like a given, I guess, that it was a cool thing and that it was very empowering and like, like, hell yeah um but the friend who did tell me like hey this is how you can look at it was katie bro and he was like here's stuff what do you think and i was like i don't know because that person's turning into a faucet and i'm in i don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was kind of a, a bit of a shock because uh, i i saw inanimate and all kinds of different ranges and um some of it I found pretty sad uh, because, you know, someone turning into a brick and never coming back is, is, is sad, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But um, everything else I was very, like, okay. It took a bit to get used to because um, there was a sudden knee-jerk reaction of, oh, is this like a, is this a bestiality thing, you know? <laughs> and it was like, okay, no, it's not because it's just like the stuff that you like but in a sexy way. And I'm like, oh, okay, now I get it. And then it was just like, from that point on, it was totally fine. And, um, and it became a, it became commonplace for me and him to share images or be like, do you know what would be a cool idea? Especially since, um, there was a, I don't know if this is, if he's ever talked about this on the podcast, but there was a long time where he enjoyed to have, uh, content, but he didn't make it himself. And um, I would tell him, I'm like, listen, hey, if you like it, then why not try this idea? Why not draw it? And he was like, I can't do that because, you know, he didn't feel like he could like do it, I guess, the way he wanted to. But, you know, it, I, uh, a couple of years ago, I guess he finally decided to take the, plun- the, the plunge. And now I'm like, yes. So it's been kind of a, an artistic. Um, it's been a really close artistic partnership with TF with him because I look to him for advice and ideas and um, he'll ask me about my ideas and it's just been back and forth ever since. Like high school. I've known him for like 15 years. That's not a joke. Wow. It's quite Mm -hmm. a while. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and how many of those years did it take to realize? (laughs) The, the TF thing actually came out pretty early Um, in high school, actually, like I said, because uh, I had just gotten to know him, uh, like, for the year previously, and then we were more comfortable with each other because we used to hang out at each other's houses, and it was like, okay, well, since you've seen my house and I've seen your house, I guess we can just, you know, be real with each other and tell each other, hey, I like this weird thing. Do you like it, too? And it's like, yes. 
and thus became the dynamic duo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, how about you, Kat? Um, of course, your inception as far as acquaintance with Kay Lever goes isn't as mature as Steph here, but uh pretty sure it's no different. But uh, we'll let you decide or let us know in that regards. Well, I, I don't know. I've been in their lives for like two years now, and it's been so awesome. Because, um, yeah, like we, we've been hanging out in person and we've been going to cons together. We've just been doing so much cool stuff. And um, it, it's really nice to have people in real life at cons or here, wherever, um, that actually know about this in the same way. Like, it, it's just so nice Like when they understand. Like You can be like, oh, like look at this thing. And you're like, yeah, that's hot. And you're like, yeah, it is hot, isn't it? <laughs> Not yeah. just like, yeah, that's a weird thing, but but we accept it, you know? <laughs> well, we accept you because we understand that this is the way you are, not because we enjoy it too yeah, but but ha- like people who actually like it as well in person yeah. is such an odd thing to to have, and, but it's a great thing to have. Like, oh, it's funny because I was just thinking about that time in Chinatown where I was like, "Hey guys, like, there's like the little potion bottles. I want to buy them because TF." <laughs> and nobody batted an eye because it was yeah. me her and and Libra, and we were like, "Yeah, sure." That makes yeah, and then, and then sense. Steph is like, "Oh my god, this one's so cute. You should get this one." And I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's no, a, it was... like a little shrine to it, like little shrine TF potions and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god all right well good stuff yeah i mean it's now that i think about it, it's very interesting um since it's the three of you i guess we can call you the triple trouble but yeah. uh it's oh, just like interesting that uh like you said cat it's sort of this dynamic you don't really see uh outside of the internet as far as you know uh being acquainted in a real life matter uh as far as sharing your interests and, uh, you know, outside of being niche or even outside of like a furry community community where the openness is sort of there, but as compared to the outside, it's still kind of a hidden value, I guess you could say. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's one of those things you kind of think about. (laughs) I agree because I think that's also why cons are great. Like, um, frontal equinox in Canada is amazing from what I hear. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like um, I think that that's one thing that's really great about this community in general is that you know people do want to reach out and talk to other people and and connect and and have a friendship that can be you know like granted it starts on like hey you think this is hot me too cool but it can grow into a very rewarding uh, experience and that's why uh, I do want to go to uh, some of the cons that she goes to and I think that that's something that um in general that. That's why cons exist. Pretty much. Right, exactly. So just to kind of reinforce on that, since you're kind of talking about how you guys freely exchange ideas and uh, uh, content you found throughout you know, media and other forms of uh, discovery, but when it comes to talking about um, transformation interests, is it really uh, just a free form, like, Hey, did you see the show? What you think about it? Um, do you think about it in this form of way? Is it, you know, sexualized or anything of like that? Is it really very open as if you're just conversing normally uh, as far as, you know, small talk goes? Or is it kind of like sort of a touchy subject where you restrain your full opinion on the um, the topic at hand? Uh, I don't yeah, I don't. I I don't pull punches. I don't nope. do that as a person. Usually, like uh, if I'm if I'm going to tell you something, I'm going to tell you it 
So if like, I'm like well, that lady, she has like beach ball sized boobs. That's very interesting. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of just how I am. Like um, yeah. it, it, with her especially, like if I know that she'll find something attractive, uh, I'll I'll be like, oh, Jack, you'll fucking love this. This is hot. And then Jack, be, sexy werewolf doll guy, and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, because I it, it's just really easy and open. There's no. I, there's no, you know, secrets in the dark kind of, like, vibe from it. It's all just really out in the open. And, I mean, I've never felt uncomfortable sharing anything with her or really anybody um, when it comes to uh, TF community uh, artists in general. Um, I've spoken with them, and, and if I talk to them and I know that they're in this, I don't see why I should kind of beat around the bush you know what i mean like it's like you like this i like this this is a, this is content related to this let's talk about it yeah um i've only had that kind of uh i've only uh, no i can't really think of a time that that's ever really backfired i mean i've met some really amazing people through this and it's just it's just kind of i know that it's kind of odd when i think about it because you don't really talk about your sexual likes or dislikes with you know average you know, with like regular people, right? Like you don't go up to your friend and go, you know, hey, you know, I think boobs are amazing. You know, like, <laughs> you know, I mean, maybe you do. I don't know. Um, I can't speak for absolutely everyone, but you know, with certain other people, I, I just feel like I don't have that kind of openness. But with like the people I met in the community, it's just been like there's been a a friendship built on like this openness and being able to understand. Hey, I like this, and yeah. Okay, so is it more so just like transformation as the common ground for just spewing, you know, ideas without, you know, any consequence, really? Mm-hmm, pretty much. That's where it starts. Okay. Nothing. The only time it backfires is when someone's like, oh, God, that's weird. And you're like, wait, I'm weirder than everyone else? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I can actually weirdness. scare someone off. <laughs> so um, just to kind of push forward on what you're saying Steph on that um, so say uh, since you're talking about how the comfort zone talking to Kat or uh, meeting all these transformation uh, interested people mm-hmm. when say like at a con since we're on that subject you know say I know there have been a couple of uh, transformation panels meet and greets and all that sort so when it comes to meeting someone new that you've really not known beforehand is there still a sort of reluctance at that point or is the common ground pretty solid still at that point well the thing is about tf is that it's very varied um there's so many things that you could talk about about that one subject uh like some people like uh strictly werewolves some people like uh more extreme tf like inanimate tf or or, um, or I don't know if it's considered extreme, but like bodies merging and becoming a new uh, entity or, or creature or whatever, you know. Um, so there's always kind of like a, hey, you like TF, what do you like? And then we can build off of that when we talk, because um, out of the TF artists I've spoken to, uh, there's Calibra, there's also Dragonstorm, and then there's someone like uh, Pessimist, all of them on Fur Affinity. Uh, they... <laughs> advertising um (laughs) they all have very different interests um kay libra's interests are you know he likes like 
frogs are a big thing and it's like um it's it looks very visceral there's obviously muscles changing and he likes that and there are people that like that then there's someone like um Dragonstorm, where um, his piece is very widely, you can find pretty much anything under the sun uh, in his gallery. Uh, I think he's covered every TF animal known to man. I, I think I really do. <laughs> and even the ones that aren't known to man, because a lot of mythology things too. Exactly. So, um, and and his stuff will be um, the. It's like it's, and he also has some inanimate. Uh, I think he had a food tf at one point yeah uh, <laughs> yeah so it's kind of like oh you like that okay tell me why you know and you can interact with that and um with pessimist um they he has um like a gender tf for example that seems to be mm. his thing and then there's also um ctf yeah ctf and uh that's something that you know people don't like there's a lot of people who don't like it but there are people who do like it and it's like you know, just from those three people, you can have such a wide spectrum. So it's kind of like, okay, you have to, when you're meeting somebody new, you have to kind of find out where they fall and like what they like and what they don't like. So it kind of opens up a lot of avenues for conversation. Uh, also, you can talk about what artists you know and which ones you don't. I don't know a lot of them. So I like it when people introduce me to new artists I can follow. Okay. Right. Yeah, I can see your point on that. And uh, not to make this a one-sided conversation, but uh, if you want to jump in on this too, Kat, you're welcome to. <laughs> yeah, don't let me bogart uh, it. You can. Uh, I'm trying to think of a lot, because um, the people who I meet usually at cons are people I already know from the internet. So, like, uh, well, actually, no, there was this one guy who I met at a con, and um, he started talking about uh, roboticized, roboticization, yeah, whatever it is, but um, mm. in, in the way of uh, cutting people's limbs off and then replacing them with robot parts. I'm like, oh. that's scary. But I get you. But, that, but that's very terrifying to me that you're you're bringing this out in the open. But um, no. But like he was just like because he was just a furry. Like he didn't like there was no open TF stuff about him. But he's like, yeah, I like I like this one thing. And like that's pretty cool. Like I've never heard someone say that before. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, like even other people are like yeah, TF is like oh yeah, I, I like this this one art thing of me turning into my character. I'm like that's really cool. That that's exactly what TF is. It's like oh, like so I do have TF art. There's a lot of people that don't know what goes into TF art. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, you can a, pretty much. Go ahead. I'm not just saying you could like relate to almost anyone with it in in that community in the in the furry community in the con community. Yeah, that's what I was also going to bring up is that it's interesting because um there's also uh that that TF there's a big huge community of it of of TF artists and everything like that on fur affinity. It's considered I think it's considered a subset of furry. So I mean if you go into a furry con. Uh, I'm, I mean, can you really talk to everybody about it there? Like, because you, because Fernal Equinox is a furry convention, but Jack, you have met, excuse me, Kat, you have met people <laughs> who are into TF at this. Okay, so then that's interesting. Yeah, like not everyone knows what it is, but then, but then when to explain it, like, yeah, I like that, and like I would like to turn into my character. That sounds awesome. And just, you know, it just turns into a conversation like that. <laughs> Right, yeah, and I can relate to you on that um, on my end as well, because um, I've actually spoken to quite a few artists, um, some really heavily involved in transformation. Uh, one example, and uh, I don't mean to really um, kind of convey his name in a way here, but uh, Agro, no, Agro Badger, I think his name was. Yep. Um, he does a lot of transformation, and uh, actually, he's not really considered himself a uh, 
well, I wouldn't say transformation fanatic, but just the hard interest isn't as prominent as most would take it similarly as what he sta- uh, stated. So, uh, yeah, pretty interesting you say that as well. And it, uh, just to also relate with that, uh, you also have a lot of um, TF artists who may consider themselves furry and may not. Um, I know that... Uh, uh, furry is kind of almost a loaded word sometimes when you bring it up with people. Like, they don't like it. So, like, if you talk and you're like, are you a furry? They're like, don't fucking ask me that. <laughs> it's like, okay, I'm sorry. And other people be like, hell yeah, I'm a furry. And I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. So that's uh, that's interesting. That's an interesting dynamic between the community and a technical sub-community. So. Right, yeah. And I know what you mean by that. I mean, it's one of those things where you just... Don't go up to someone and be like, you see that transformation? You like that? And just like get that weird look. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're yeah. fine, I'll just walk this way. <laughs> this hallway <laughs> looks good. Let me go from there. <laughs> but yeah, very interesting how uh, we all get into this kind of conglomerate of interest. Mm. But um, just to put a footnote on that, uh, we are getting to our uh, break here for the podcast episode so uh, we'll go ahead and take a short break and uh, we'll continue on with the second part of this episode so um, thank you all for listening and uh, we'll be back shortly hello everybody we're back here again with the changing times podcast where we talk about anything and everything transformation related this is your host Jeezy Dino and again we're joined by Two wonderful women here, one named by uh, Katania, also known as Katernalia on uh, DeviantArt. So, again, great to have you here tonight. Thank you. Okay, and our fellow compadre here tonight is also, uh, uh, she's going by Steph, but on her DeviantArt, she is so-called Twin Tiger. Hi. Okay, so jumping right into it again. Um, So... Focusing more so on what this uh, episode was really uh, all about, I guess you could say. Um, Of course, with you two wonderful girls being here, uh, what we wanted to talk about is just really more so of your perspective of things on uh, transformation and all that related. So kind of one of the subject and points to ask or get into with that is what is your standpoint or your uh, sort of opinion as far as a woman being the subject of the transformation. Do you want to go first, Jack? You go first. <laughs> um, I guess my it might be um, more my point of view since, um, like I said earlier, there was a there was a lot of female focus uh, on TF in general when I was uh, when I was coming into it. It feels um, rather natural that women would be the subject. Um, like in the case of like something like Terra or Aya, it seems like um, uh, the female connection to like mystical beings or anything of that kind of nature, it just seems to make sense. Um, I wish that there were more, uh, that there were different explorations of the topic. Like um, there is a lot of, <clears throat> excuse me, a focus on um like, say, uh, farm animal TF, which is fine, of course. But, you know, there's also uh, 
other kinds of veins of it, like um, like mythological creatures or or um, or just things that don't really have a name but uh, kind of exhibit this you know transformative change that uh, I think um, is something that's underutilized sometimes. But um, it seems almost natural that a woman would change, if that makes sense. Okay. And about how about you, Kat? Um, that's such a vague question. Um, I don't know. Like, I'm thinking that because um, what Steph is saying, that like, she likes where people are empowered and stuff. Um, it's usually the opposite in in the transformation art community, where you know, like the women are like, "Oh, you're you're turned into something." Like, "Oh no, what am I gonna do now?" More instead of like, "Oh, like I I'm in a horrible situation, but I'm gonna like turn into something, and just like maul everyone." Um, that's true. Yeah. Well, because like I don't know. Um, there's so there's so few artists that do it in in that way in in like the empowering way instead of the other way but um i don't know i i enjoy both ways doesn't matter uh but a lot of people um don't enjoy the the whole empowering thing they're like no we want our women to be you know turned into something and, and Doss- like Doss- yeah. cows please Doss- thank cows you that's or, or like or like shocked pigs or whatever you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. i've seen that trend so that goes in line with my next question of uh do you think that um in general here do you think that women are uh, sort of victimized when they're involved in transformation? That seems to be kind of a running theme. Uh, there's not... There's people who do not draw women being kind of like, oh no, I'm this. Like, uh, I saw... I, I cannot remember the artist for the life of me, which is terrible. Um, <laughs> but there was an artist who drew a woman waking up and she had had... I believe a, a, a donkey beer. I don't know. The bottle was there, and it had some kind of pun on it, and I can't remember. But um, she was turning into a donkey, and she was like, "No, no, this is terrible!" And she's crying, and you know, she's like, "I don't want to be a donkey." And then she blinks, and she just kind of becomes this mindless animal, and that is just really—that's fucking terrible. No matter how you look at it, this is a person who was. Uh, like it, they cease to exist now. They have now become, and just an animal, and it's kind of really messed up. Uh, you, you can always kind of see it in things like, um, like, oh, this girl is being turned into a horse, and she looks like she is screaming and crying. That's not nice. That's not really. That doesn't. That's not conducive to, in my mind, and and that that's not conducive to a sexy atmosphere. Although some people do like that sometimes. Like, um, I do know that, um. Like people do like um like rape fantasies or something like that, and it's really not about actually raping someone. It is about the power play and the control of the rape situation, which I think also presents itself in TF. It's kind of like you are losing your control and your power, and you're able to turn and you and you're, well, you're not able to. You are being forced to be made this. Um, so, if I had to say if they were being victimized, I think that there is a, a theme of something like that. Um, it's prevalent, but it's also prevalent in a lot of porn outside of TF in general. Um, we sexualize victimization in general, from what I've seen. Like, uh, like I mean, if you look at hentai, even it's always the no, no, and then it turns into a yes, yes. So it's kind of a it's kind of fetishizing fetishizing the victimization aspect. Yeah, like I would add that it's not it's not our community. It's it's like society as a whole. Like it's not, yeah, it's not like a problem or anything. It's just, it's just that's how the things are. 
Like, um, there's a thing where you're saying about losing your mind. It's funny how we were having an argument with someone about that. And they were like, oh, um, like I changed someone and they lost their mind. Like they, they turned into someone else and now they're happy. It's like, but wait, you just killed the person off. And yeah. Like, no, they're happy now. It's like they're, they're in a new situation. Yeah, but they don't remember who they were. They don't remember anyone who they loved. Like you literally killed the person off and just like made someone new again. So it, yeah, it's a little it's like, scary, but, but I totally get that people have that fetish. Cause like, like it's, it's just something that, that you're attracted to. You can't really, it's not like, um, it's not like good or bad. It's just there. Oh, it it depends really like on things that we cannot really talk about because I mean like it all really depends on your intent like if you're doing it to hurt somebody right yeah so that that's different but I cannot possibly discern somebody's intent from what they do like I can say she's crying that makes me uncomfortable but you maybe be somebody who would never hurt a woman in your entire life I can't say that you would so I can't say you're a fucking rapist man because you drew this lady. And she's all messed up, and you're a terrible person. You can't say that. But also, unless we're talking about, like, tusk or something, like surgical TF, you, like, you can't actually physically do this in real life. So it's like, they'll yeah. think about it. You can never actually turn a woman into a donkey. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. So, you know, it, it really is kind of like a... It is... There is a line for there to be just a fantasy, so... And um, there was this one Reddit thread that I was reading um, a long while back, and um, it was all about women. It was, like, asking women what their thoughts are on this. And uh, they're actually saying that losing control for some women is their fetish. Like um, they want to turn into like the donkey or the, the cat or whatever. Cause then they can like be taken care of. Like they don't have to like deal with society. It's like almost a way of escape in the opposite of uh, empowering. It's like depowering to relax, like to, to, to let go of all their worries and fears and whatever. That kind of makes me think of uh, the sub, like when you have a dom and sub yeah. uh, relationship yeah. in BDSM. Well, like a sub is like, I am, I am comfortable enough with you to like to let myself be uh, in this situation with you, uh, like um, that responsibility. You trust them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it, it, I mean, like like I said, that that does make sense. I mean, I've have also known men who think that they want to, who want to basically be. I want to be a cat now or a donkey now or whatever the hell, and because it's like then I don't have to worry about things. So. Yeah. I mean, the reason why I, uh, I believe that the focus is more on women is because um, there is a great deal of content focusing on women in the TF community as a whole. In fact, um, there's an entire forum that will not really allow you to post anything <laughs> unless it's a female, which that is yeah. kind of like, okay. I got burned by that policy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think we all know which forum we're talking about. <laughs> no. Pretty um, much. Um, I mean, I'm on that forum, so I can relate to that, but, um, I mean, not to say that I agree with a lot of their terms, but, um, I can see both ends of the spectrum on that, but, uh, anywho, um, just to, uh, kind of enhance on that a little bit, so, do you think that, uh, just as a comparison here, um, with, you know, women as a subject matter with transformation, do you think that, um, you know, as compared to, like, homosexuals, you know, man with a man, um, or even transsexuals or even bisexuals, uh, do you feel that just women in general are a lot more subjective when compared to a, uh, I guess, a preference such as those? 
I don't think I can. I don't know. I, 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 there's just so many differing viewpoints that, um, that can surprise anybody from no matter where you're coming from, what type of sexuality you have or whatever gender you have. I mean, um, like Jack said, there's, there's women who want to be taken care of and wanted to have like, you know, TF as a escape. Um, then there's someone like me who wants it to be an empowering kind of thing and, and, and whatnot. And then there's someone who might say that, uh, that, um, that uh, all of it's fucking crazy and the hell with it. Um, the, it's just it really depends on the individual, I would say, more than just a group, because um, you can't. I I I I've never really been able to make a blanket statement in good conscience. Okay, how about you, Cat? Uh, but your question, your question was so. I was like, wait, what did you ask? I'm sorry. <laughs> Please repeat that. So, do you think that women in transformation uh, is more of a subjective matter when you're comparing it to, like, say, uh, like a preference of homosexuality or bisexuality or even transsexuality? I'm not sure what you mean exactly. So, do you think that when uh, comparing to others that women is a lot more of a debatable topic than compared to like a man or you know oh yeah okay okay yeah. well yeah i think um i don't know like our, our community is like 99 percent art of women or art of like gay men so I, I don't know like i don't think there's there's much to say on that I, i'm not sure i think steph pretty much covered everything <laughs> okay no problem so uh we kind of covered this uh topic already but um, you know, as you were talking about earlier, Steph, when this lady's turning into a donkey and then she's mm. just gone from all existence except for what remains. Mm. But, uh, when you're talking about a scenario where they're, you know, being transformed against their own will, will, uh, do you feel that, you know, that's a form of rape or non-consent, even if they, you know, eventually at the end sort of grow an attraction towards the whole process that kind of goes in with what I said before about the uh, the no no means yes yes kind of thing that happens when you sexualize uh, victimization um, there is there are some images that I've come across um, that have felt ex like uh, I'm not going to say threatening because I didn't like recoil from my screen but I they they unsettled me because they felt like that donkey one was unsettling because I felt that it was sad. It was like it, it, I couldn't form an attraction to it because it was just something that was one completely like I do not desire losing my mind. And because I find that the loss of a person, like the loss of personhood in that case is, is really, really sad. Um, so, I mean, if you look at it, yeah, it is an issue of consent. It is an issue of, hey, you don't want this, but too freaking bad. So I'm going to do this to you, and yeah, and you're going to like it, and too bad. Um, but that happens a lot in in things like porn or hentai or anything kind of like sexual, because um, there are that this is a fetish within a fetish, really, where it's the kind of 
dubious consent or dovecon in written uh, in like fanfics or whatever, as I've heard it called. Um, dovecon is something that people like. Um, it it's um, it's kind of towing the line on uh, on like like rape or or whatever because it's like okay well is it really rape if they ended up liking it and it's like well you know we could really we could really have a whole discussion based on that period um but since these aren't like it does kind of like um there are images that i do feel are kind of they they make me uncomfortable so i would say that it is kind of rapey but i can't say well, I think I can say that it isn't. It, it is kind of a form of rape because you are really forcing somebody to do something that they don't want to. Steph, what? You remember that one picture where it's like this girl is crying and these all pe- these people are holding her down and she's being like forcefully raped by a horse while turning yeah, into a horse. Yeah, that's rape. Yeah, that's that. Rape. That one's like just outright straight. Just she's being literally raped by a horse and turning into a horse because of it. Like, there's, so there is like literal rape and then there's like. Mind rape, Dub, where it's like, yeah, you know, there's like dubcon where it's like, no, I don't want to, okay, because this feels good. And yeah. then there are images, uh, that like I said, they, they make me deeply uncomfortable. Like that one that she just referenced, it's like, I cannot, I cannot look at that and not say that it's rapey, yeah. So, I mean, go ahead, Jack, because I know you've seen you, she, she's seen. Uh, a lot more content of that kind of sort because I stay away from that if I can help it. Like I have artists that I look at and I mean, I guess that's kind of why sometimes it's, it's kind of scary when you branch out because you never know what you're going to get. But I mean, you know, like I said, you can't really, you can't really infer someone's likes from their porn. So (laughs) go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, Jack. Okay. So I I was just thinking about it because um, like I like non-consent, but not in that way. Like I like the fun kind where it's like, you know, you're like sitting on the couch watching a movie with your partner or whatever, and you're like, "Hey, I'm gonna like do this." And you're like, like, "No," and then like suddenly they like have root, like kangaroo feet or something. And they're like, "Like, no," and like it's but it's fun. Like you know, it's like they don't consent to it, but then it's all fun in the end. Like there's no rape or anything. Like uh, or like something funny, like you know, like oh, like try this new drink, and it's like a I don't know, seagull seagull drink, and like oh man, you caught me, you know. I actually saw something like that. There was a a girl who was drinking, uh, I think, uh, a a milkshake, and she was like, this isn't my milkshake. And all of a sudden, I think she turned into, like, a griffin or something. Yeah. (laughs) But, like, it's it's fun. Like, I like that kind where it's kind of like, you know, like, it's like hijinks. Yeah, because it doesn't feel like that's i think uh, that also comes up with the whole dubcon thing is that it's like okay they, there's different grades of it yeah where, you know there's it's like it's completely different from somebody being you know trapped in a cage and injected yeah. something and they're crying and screaming like what did you do to me like that that's that's like okay <laughs> okay you know um yeah. but but also, like I said before, um, there are a lot of women who also, or women and men, who share a kind of uh, rape fetish, mm-hmm. and um, that's primarily about control, where it's like I am overpowering you and I am taking away your control of the situation, and power yeah. play slash control play or whatever the fuck you want to call it, um, that that's fine, that's interesting, and you know that that can be something that you look at and you you could see that in images as well, um, but. It's uh, it's kind of hard to call it when it's just drawn, I guess. Yeah, you know like I mean? you don't know the story behind it. Mm-hmm. So, so it, 
Like I feel like a lot of a lot of the community is uh, like subatom. Like it is it is all about power, and um, mm-hmm. it just depends. Like some people like both. Like I like I like both. Like like whatever way. Like um, I'll be the the TF or the TFE. I'll be like consent, non consent. Like it's just fun. I just like transformation as as a whole. But um, yeah, there could be like problems when when there's when there's literal rape involved. They're like, yeah, obviously it's rape, but it's, yeah. it's kind of harder to say when it's like um, oh, like she's turning into a cat against her will, like. There's like that that other way of speaking of rape. It's like, well, you're like you're taking away like her her like ability to move and like to talk and whatever. And like, yeah, you're completely overpowering her. Mm. Both are bad, but like people are into them, and I can understand why they would be into them. There's also the issue of like, okay, we could use werewolves as like the ba- the backbone of that if you really wanted to talk about it, because you know technically, like, I, I mean, a lot of werewolf stories, they're really like, no, the full moon, freaking hell, oh no, you know, and it's against their will that they're changing, and yeah, so I mean, that could te- like, I mean, that's against their will, but I mean, that's not repeat. The moon is not raping them. Yeah, so <laughs> that would be a hell of a oh, thing gosh. to see. Oh jeez, <laughs> now someone's gonna draw Not it again. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, see, see what I mean? Like, there's, there's so many different. Like, it's not, it's not all rape. It's, it's just like there's, there's very specific times at which it is rape, and yeah, like the moon can't rape you. That's what I'm yeah, or exactly. Can it? Could oh. it be twisted in a way? <laughs> like monster, no. draw it, and I want to. I want credit on that image, please. <laughs> Person who's going to draw it, I want. I want that. Like, just put it on the bottom. You too <laughs> could draw this. <laughs> the day the moon made me lose my virginity. Oh, that sounds like a, like a. It just like crashes into Earth. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. So yeah. Okay. So I think we like we like went with that. Yeah, because... Okay, I'm sorry, I'm rambling. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. I can't, I can't get the image of the moon sexually assaulting <laughs> someone out of my head. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Alright, so we'll digress a little bit here, but mm-hmm. uh, I am going to mix the pot a little bit. So, uh, speaking further on the topic of, uh, you know, of non-consent, so uh, we'll play a little scenario here. Um... So say in the instance of uh, we have a of a, a girl or a woman and um, you know she's living sort of a unsatisfactory life. So you know, like you said, um, doesn't start it or starts at one point, doesn't like the output. So it's kind of at that point where you're looking for any kind of out. Now. Mm-hmm. Um, Putting it into a perspective of, say, uh, transformy or transformer, rather, um, takes this woman in and, you know, puts, you know, experimentation or some kind of spin and she starts transforming. Um, so therein lies the sort of reluctance at first with the woman and, and uh, subject here. And then, of course, there's, we'll put the spin of, the transformer is, uh, you know, putting sort of a mind game of, you know, you'll come out better. You didn't like your life before this. Uh, you'll be much better off. And then, you know, you can kind of this uh, dispute the sort of mindset of the woman at this point of, uh, you know, she's sort of seeing the perspective of it, 
But then again, the reluctance is sort of there, but slowly dying out. So what would you think at that point of non-consent? If it, would it be still non-consent at that point, or is it more so of a, it's like, like an understanding or of a, sort of a, I guess you could say, a redemption of sorts at that point? Depends if she keeps her mind or not. <laughs> Really more so of, you know, is it still being victimized as far as if she's been at some point in life and, you know, more of like it's that thing where it's something you want, but you don't realize it, I guess you could say. Um, So, you know, she's turning into whatever and she's, you know, just unprepared for it but then she start start, starts to sort of see the light of it even though she's kind of being uh baited into it i guess you could say um i would say that that would definitely be a consent issue because you're you're altering someone's mind and making them agree with something they normally wouldn't agree with i mean uh, are they altering the mind or or is the woman just like realizing that she actually wants this See, that's the thing. What would you think at that point? Because the Transformer is mm. not necessarily mind-altering. It's more of like, say, you're down in life, and then I tell you, hey, you should do this, and you're kind of reluctant because it's something different, but then you kind of see the benefits of it in the end kind of thing. See, I feel like this is like a medical thing where it's like, oh, you know, if we, if you take these leeches, you know, it's going to help you. And you're like, oh, man, that sounds <laughs> gross. I don't want leeches. And then meanwhile, like, here's your disease. And you're like, well, looks like those leeches were great after all. So that's like not a consent issue because she went to go get help. Well, and that's then true. I can agree. Yeah, I can agree with that. That does seem like, OK, if it was yeah. like a, if it was more of like a knee jerk reaction to holy shit, I'm turning into an X, yeah. whatever it is. Like, I, I can't, like, oh, fuck, no, I don't want that. But then and afterwards, then, it's like, I have wings slash tentacles slash hooves now, and they're great. Yeah, so. and that make, that makes, that that's not really a consent issue. Well, t- I mean, it depends, because this, is, the thing is, is that this, it's like, consent really literally just means, does this person want this, yes or no? Yeah. So, it's not it really, the woman. You, <laughs> yeah, so it's like, if she's like, you know what, man, you're crazy, and I'm out of here, and he kept going anyway, then it's an issue of consent. Yep. If she's like, oh, I'm nervous, okay, but I'm going to do it anyway, like when you're like when you're going to go jump into a pool, and you're like, oh, I don't want to jump into this ice-cold-ass water, but I'm going to do it anyway, then that's different. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, and uh, it happens with guys a lot in TF2 um, that I've seen, which makes me kind of sad, is that you'll have a guy all of a sudden turn into a woman, and he's like mortified while this is happening it's being being done against his will and he's just like no and then and then all of a sudden he's like oh i have tits awesome and it's like i don't i don't know if that would be like a reaction that most people would have you know to but i don't know it is kind of because i think because if you're doing it without the person's permission then yeah that is an issue of consent Mm -hmm. so i mean if it, I guess it really all depends on context. Ain't that a bitch? <laughs> I gotcha. Anything else to add to that, to Kat? Um, no, I agree with what you're saying. Like it doesn't it, like completely. Like she'll be like, "Oh yeah, I want this," and then she'll she'll get in there. If she says like, "No, stop," and if he doesn't stop, then it's not consent. But otherwise, yeah, I agree completely. Okay. So uh, just to um, 
sort of counteract what I asked before about um, women being the uh, sort of subject matter as compared to, you know, men or, you know, so, uh, sexual preference, I guess you could say. Mm. But on the other, other end of the spectrum here, do you think that um, as compared to men or uh, any other preference for that matter, that women are too subjective or that they're placed too much in light that is unnecessary when we're talking about, you know, balancing or equality and anything of that sort. In terms of TF or in the world in general? And transformation, of course. Okay. Um, I think that there is, like, like I, like I said, there is a forum, there is a forum that strictly allows female content that does not want you to post. Post no, 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 no. They allow male content, but that's that's only the everything else category, along with every other not so great TF thing. So, oh, okay. Well, yeah. thank you for clarifying on that one. But like, um, it's like the primary focus is female TF, and um, uh, it, it's pretty much everywhere. You you really can see it anywhere. Um, and yes, there is a focus on it, but there's also a focus of uh, women becoming things like seals or docile animals like cow or sheep or chicken or um like stuff like that um whereas guys kind of get the cooler tfs like werewolves and whatever (laughs) you know it's like oh you get to be a cow aren't you happy and it's like he got to be a freaking he got to be a dragon thing with horns and stuff and a a were dragon tar thing okay he got to be cool and and then it's like women is like oh be happy with your cow (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or your horsey, okay? I mean, granted, there have been, obviously, there have been, it's just, like, um, uh, Genexus does amazing, amazing stuff. Um, as does, um, um, oh, I'm sorry, the name slips my mind. Um, but, uh, they, they do, uh, women in these very powerful kind of, uh, TF things, like, uh, dragons or, or werewolves, and that's really cool. But uh, there is definitely a focus on female material, and um, I, I, I would like to see more men. That would definitely be amazing. Um, well, that's because obviously I am a woman, and I like men. Well, <laughs> obviously as a straight woman, I am interested in seeing more men. I mean, lesbians <laughs> and whatever else, you know. Mm-hmm. I think the current climate is fine. But, um, uh, yeah, there's definitely a focus on, on female content. Okay. How about yourself, Kat? Um, I look at so much TF stuff all the time, like stories, art, whatever. Um, like I, I pretty much don't care about what gender anyone is anymore. <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, I want that to happen to me. I don't care what they are. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I don't know. Like, because you're saying like, oh, like there's so many men that turn into cool things and women that turn into like not so cool things. But I'm thinking like, oh man, there's so many men that turn into cows too. But they, they usually get like you know uh, like gender swap and then turn into a cow, and I see that so often now that I don't know if there's more women content than that. But would you technically say that that is also female oriented because they had to be turned into a lady first? True. This is true. I don't know because like there's a lot of there's a lot of um well, there's a lot more gross TFs like I'm putting that in like air quotes. There's like gross TFs where like dudes turn into like these slobbering whatever pigs you know or or oh like, uh, yeah yeah I've seen yeah. those. Like it's like um and then, and then meanwhile the women ones are like they I don't know I, I see like I see that less with women than with men. Uh, that's true. I I did I I haven't thought about that before. Um, yeah. That the guy gets come they get 
kind of like gross and stuff where women are just kind of like, here, her vagina is perfect now for you. <laughs> you know? Um, so it could also be attributed to me, not like a, I can't really speak for everybody, but. Uh, I don't know. I can't I, speak for anyone either. Like, Just what I've seen, I, I see a pretty even mix of pretty much everyone just turning into everything all the time. <laughs> all TF all the time. Yeah, pretty much. I got you. And yeah, that kind of segues into my next question, actually, which um, um, in terms of sh- uh, seeing transformation uh, in the uh, in the public world here, uh, there's been quite a bit of debate as far as um, women involved in transformation content in the likes of like movies, shows, um, and even novels or anything of that sort. So as compared to their counterpart, the uh, man, of course, um, quite the bi- or the polar opposite, rather, of what you're saying, Kat, of a lot of uh, male-involved transformation content out there. When it comes to terms of media, uh, the sort of dispute is that there is a lot less of the female or woman uh, subject inside transformation for media um and one of the reasons that kind of was at the top end here was just how women in general like you guys said are kind of viewpointed within the general consensus and how it for most um the kind of reasoning is that the woman or uh the idea of a woman is sort of a perfection i guess you could say that can't be blemished uh, with some form of horror relation to transformation so just want to see your input on that kind of subject matter that's really interesting actually i i totally notice that all the time except for like in my childhood it was like totally spies where they were always transformed every every second week into something different but uh yeah like every every live action thing that i see there's so few women turning into anything I don't even know why. Like you're saying, like oh, maybe it's because like, you know the perfection they can't be changed or whatever. There's like the Beauty and the Beast aspect in a lot of shows. It's like oh, it's like horrible creature, and there's like the the, the sexy woman who like redeems him. What are you gonna say, Steph? <laughs> no, no, I agree. That that's true. It's funny because there's just such a disconnect between the community where it's primarily female content seeming focus from what I've seen. You know, like there's a lot of ladies in TF content and in the general TF community, but when it comes to media. There's significantly less, so it's it is it, the community lives off of pretty much um artist created content, be it uh stories or drawings or anything like that. Um, the the thing that first came to mind when you mentioned it in media is species. I don't know if anybody ever oh, saw yeah. that film. Um, but um, that's the only thing from the top of my head that I could say that there it had female TF in it. It was a movie. And therefore, you know, the whole, everybody saw it or whatever. And um, it had less than, you know, perfect TF for the female. She became uh, monstrous. And it was kind of like, oh, whoa, okay. Um, but there, uh, another one is actually, I think, um, Being Human, uh, where there is a female, a werewolf, um, yep. either the UK version or the, or the Americanized version for sci-fi. Um, I do think that you do get a close-up of her, TFing and it's it's not a very pretty TF, but um, 
since Jack has more experience with the media in general, uh, she she's uh, more of an authority on this one. But I have noticed that there has been in like movies or anything like that that uh, the female TF, and if there is female TF, it's um, it's kind of like a flash. You know, it doesn't really yeah. go into it doesn't really go into her body changing. It's just kind of like, okay, she's this now. Bye. It, it no. could also be because they don't want to show, like, they can't show nudity on TV or whatever, but they can show, like, the male, like, bare chest. Mm-hmm. That's an entire yeah. other thing that I feel is 100% ridiculous. But! <laughs> no, because I'm thinking, like, like in Being Human, like, they do the whole thing for Josh. Like, he turns into, like, the wolf, and you see, like, the whole thing from, like, beginning to end, and then he's like, ah, you know, he just, like, lands on the ground, yeah. and he's, like, this growling beast, and then she's just like, oh, she changed behind the door. Well, yeah, but the thing is that that could technically be avoided if you just had, like, the shirt... Like, if you had her shoulders pop out, like, you could be creative about censoring the female nudity. Her Um, could go first. Exactly. And, um, I mean, it it doesn't have to be pretty. I mean, I think that that's uh, what Cheesy said. What you said, Cheesy, is is really on point, is that there's just, like... um, Like, I mean, for an example, I mean, this is something that I feel relates is that um, in, like, women's razors commercials, um, there's no hair on the leg when they shave. So what the hell are they shaving? (laughs) You know? So it's kind of like, okay, you have a product for a woman that you can't show a woman having hairy legs. So it's like, so we obviously can't have our women growing fur and having things, like, pop out of their faces. No, 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 no. They have to be beautiful and elegant and ethereal. And that is a period. Oh, and blonde, preferably. <laughs> God forsake, keep the blondes. I, I just there's, there's there's like the movies. Um, there's like uh, what was it Cursed? Have you seen that movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that one has female TF, and there's also Ginger Snaps. I'm just thinking, but they're all werewolves. There's no like were cats or whatever. Right. Yeah. Well, actually, there was a what was it Cat People? I think. Yes. Rick was, was always talking about that one. It's I can't help but notice, but these are all sound like B movies. Well, no, well, actually, yeah, Curse was a B-movie, but I fucking love the movie. Um, <laughs> Ginger Snaps has a cult following. Does that count, I guess? It does. It counts. I'm just saying that it, it, does, it does seem that um, I don't think you'd ever get, like, a big-budget movie, which is really unfortunate. It's like, because, you know, werewolves are such big things in the consciousness and whatever. It's like, you know, uh, that you would think that that would be a kind of, like I said, it does also seem kind of a natural thing to happen. Like a, you have, like this 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 trope, long running trope of like women and the moon and mysticism and everything like that. So why the hell couldn't they become something different or well, change? That's like a society thing where where like uh, women were technically the the power in the community, and but then like Christianity or whatever came in, they're like, no, you can't transform the moonlight, and then they like burned the witches at the stakes, and now it's like, oh, now women can't be like the the giant like transforming power of the community. <laughs> Well, there's your answer. That's why it's not in media anymore, because we've got all witches. That's <laughs> yeah. pretty much why it happened. They're all witches. <laughs> They're all shit. We are. I don't know about other people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But uh, another sort of argue point on that matter was, um, I mean, sort of sort of referenced this a little bit in uh, what we've said so far, but um, especially in the form of uh, actually the... One forum that you guys so spoke of actually discussed this matter um, was there was an episode of Ultimate Spider-Man recently. Uh, it was called the... Um, I forgot the entire title, but it was in relation to lizards. So, of course, it's involving the lizard from Spider-Man, as we all know. Mm-hmm. But um, 
Really, it was more in the arc of um, the lizard spreading an infection very relatable to the likes of a zombie infection. So um, it was a really cool episode. Um, Of course, Doc Connors turns into a lizard. It was a very good scene involving that. Um, And as well as other members of the uh of that universe getting infected and turned through bite of course mm-hmm. but um one particular scene that really uh offset a lot of people was there is a um there is a girl um on that show and she's a twin um and i forgot who the duo is called it is a very popular uh duo within the marvel universe but uh basically when we get to her scene, when her and her brother get infected, uh, as compared to the other scenes where they're very drawn out as far as the whole process goes, it is very quick and um, kind of snappy. So that kind of really offset a lot of discussion revolving that or um, surrounding that issue. Um, and one of the biggest things that also came up in that discussion was that women. Um, when it comes to things like that, also, um, as far as what the media wants, don't want to sexualize the image. And um, the reason I bring that up is actually um, on a show, Bitten, which I'm not sure if you guys have watched or not, uh, where we have actor uh, Laura Van de Hort, I believe her last name is. Van de Hort. Van de Hort. Um, and her scene... Um, believe it was the second episode where we see her first transformation. Uh, there was uh, rumored to be an interview in which she uh, spoke a little bit about her scene with her first change. And uh, one of the subjects that came up was the fact that, uh, like you guys say, with men, you know, you get bare chested and all that sort. But there was a bit of a uh, discussion involving her getting nude and her kind of reluctance to that. And then the apparent. Um, Rumor was that there was supposed to be more to the scene, but due to her reluctance, they had to re-edit to script to uh, show less of the body parts than what was actually shown. So um, that kind of brings that up to mind as far as uh, women in terms of media goes. So just want to see your input on that kind of matter. Like on whether or not like a... Well, it makes sense that some actresses are very comfortable being nude, some aren't. Um, the the fact that the the uh, twins uh, are were you talking about uh, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver or no? It was um, I cannot remember, but they are two techie twins, a boy and a girl, um, and I I just can't remember who their names are. It's fine. Um, when it comes to the lack of focus um, with the real actress, Laura Vandervoort. I mean, that does make sense that she's, you know, she's depending on what, you know, her, her comfortability with her body is, you know, um, that they would cut the scene. And that is unfortunate because, you know, it would have been interesting to see more of it. Uh, but, you know, that's her decision because obviously, you know, if you don't feel comfortable, they can't really make you do a damn thing. Um but with the uh, with the animation, that is a, that is a question of why they would kind of cut it short, um, especially since everybody's becoming a lizard anyway. Yeah, I mean, what would it matter if the girl was becoming a lizard 
and you know her brother becoming a lizard like why couldn't you just show that anyway I mean that maybe just because they're getting naked together uh, implied incest yeah on like, your I kids show that would be awkward yeah the, Lan- the Lannisters kind of led <laughs> oh, over <laughs> into uh, oh, into no. po- popular media um, <laughs> but um what do you think about that Jack well okay for the live action thing I'm thinking that maybe the women okay like imagine I'm trying to think of a, a good thing for this like imagine someone's like super into like I don't know people turning into chairs and you're like oh man I'm gonna like draw you into like turning into a chair or whatever and you're like um I'm not comfortable with my body doing that like <laughs> I don't want to see that happen to my body ever so like this woman she might be like I, I can see how actresses might be uncomfortable with them turning into something because they would never want to see themselves like that. They're like, like, like ultimate squick factor. Like, oh god, you, what the hell did you just do to my body with with visual effects? You know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like I could see them like disagreeing on on like a I don't even know like a, like a guttural level. Like, no, I I never want that to happen to me. And uh, but for the animation, I I don't see why. Yeah. <laughs> unless they're like yeah getting like naked, unless they're like popping out of their clothes because they're lizards now. I I don't know why they would even do that. Yeah, but with um with animation, it's easier to hide the nudity anyway because yeah. you can literally place the clothes wherever the hell you want. Like, and I can I mean, think that's... of so many like comic and animated TFs that were actually drawn out. So I don't know why they would stop that. Mm. Like uh, a like uh, the Hulk manages to keep his pants no matter what. So <laughs> I don't see why Dude. you couldn't have the girl manage to keep shreds of her top over her chest. Like that yeah. could be a, that's a possibility. Um. But I think also it could also be part of that whole empowerment issue. Like I said, like a, like um, maybe it's just something that you wouldn't want to, you know. Um, I'm reminded of um, a painting of uh, Judith and Halifernes where um, they didn't want um, that story in, uh, I think it was either the Bible or, or, or they didn't want paintings of it because they didn't want to encourage women to, um, to cut the heads off of men that upset them. Uh. <laughs> and... Um, so they were like, no, 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 don't put that in there, no, no, no. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I guess if there's not a focus on women being anything other than pretty, like if they focus on something on it being other than pretty, that that's something that uh, I think a lot of people aren't really willing to do because there is a great deal of focus. Like every actress is amazingly beautiful. Like the, the, there's no like mediocre kind of looking actress. There could be some like lumpy looking males, but you know, you don't really see that with the women. The women always have to be extraordinarily beautiful. Um, even um, for monsters, Scarlett Johansson, who is like, un, like a lot of people would say that she is one of the most beautiful women right now. Um, they, they, they had to hire an actress that was outstandingly beautiful and made her look less than beautiful because they couldn't. They, they, they didn't just want to hire someone who looked um, unfortunate, to put it nicely. Uh, <laughs> So, I mean, I guess if you had a focus on women becoming this feral beast and, 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 and emphasizing this ugly beauty of becoming something more or something more powerful or, or terrifying, I, I think that that's something that's kind of a subject matter that's not that people aren't ready to explore in um, on a lot of media. Uh, but then again, media is exceptionally biased, especially in America. You, you, and, you know, like we still don't have. Um, we still don't have like interracial comedy couples or anything like that in our in our movies. We have white people and lots of them, and there's no like like I mean, 
like there's no real like a uh, interracial kind of love interest or there's not even really an exploration of certain deeper themes that could be a lot more interesting um so the media is unfortunately fuckled to be frank i hear you <laughs> and now anything to add to that cat uh what you're saying about the media, I'm just thinking like, oh my god, everyone's like hating on the new block, uh, what's it called, the the new Ghostbusters, because it's like, oh no, women, no, we don't want women. No. Oh yeah. Women bad. <laughs> yeah. Women can't women be bad. Ghostbusters. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's ridiculous that we're in 2016, and that's a sticking point. Um, there were people who were upset with Rogue Squadron for Star Wars because the protagonist is a woman and they're like, oh my god, this is so ridiculous. Like, oh, they're just pushing feminism and all this stuff. And it's kind of like, you do know that like every other movie has a guy lead, right? And this is not hurting anybody. You can calm down. It's fine. You know? Um, so I think that's also a really good point to add to the whole thing with the women in the media because, I mean, in order for like a TF thing to happen, you'd have to have a female as a lead and people still don't seem to be ready for that, at least not here. Which is completely bewildering to me, but you know, would you consider, I mean, would you consider Jean Grey a leading character? She was. Because um, there's this one comic. Did. Go ahead. Hmm? Um, well, there's this one comic where um, I think I forgot what his name is, but there's this dude that transforms people using his hands, and and like you know she's like the strong female lead, and he literally wipes her mouth off her face and replaces her arms with tentacles, and like turns into like this like sort of like sex object. And that's like really uncomfortable. That that's kind of a that's kind of a thing that happens with a lot of strong female characters, if you want to put it that way. Strong female character, you know. Yeah, but like they uh, actually like like using transformation in actual comic books that are actually published to to like break them down. It's like, well, that's not fun. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's also true because, um, like that just seems to be a theme. Like that that's where the whole um woman in the refrigerator thing comes from. Like I don't know if you guys are familiar Wait, with that. There's um. <laughs> There's a trope known as a woman in a refrigerator or girlfriend or whatever in the refrigerator because um, I believe uh, – I'm going to get slaughtered for this because I can't remember exactly what comic it was. I'm, I'm tempted to say Green Arrow, but I will not commit to an answer. But there was a comic book hero who comes home one day and his nemesis has butchered his wife and left her in the fridge for him to find. Oh, because they just were like, we need to give him angst, but we don't know how, so we're gonna oh, kill the, we're gonna kill the crap out of his girlfriend, and in the most oh brutal God. way possible. So, um, you know, there's just a lot of issues with that kind of representation in the media, anyway. Because I mean, yeah. um, I mean, even as recently as now, I don't know if anybody else here is up on like whatever, but there was um, like uh, the 100, which is a series on like I think WB or something, and there was a lesbian female character who was one of the most badass women on the show, and she died in a way that... Oh, spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> in, sorry, don't watch The 100 if you... If, 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 spoiler alert, sorry about that. Um, but um, she died in a way that seemed like really inconsequential and like really like, what the heck? She was killed mm. by a stray bullet. What? You know? And, um, like, it's supposed to be considered revolutionary that just now we have a Superwoman show. A Supergirl, excuse me. Or that we just finally got Wonder Woman on screen! Yay! You know, like, this is something that is unfortunate. The media focus doesn't want a female lead. Or there is seemingly, like, there is just, like, pushback against female leads. And I think that's why we don't see that 
in media, which um, thank you for bringing that up, Jack, and also you, Cheesy, because uh, uh, I should have brought that up in the first place, but my brain did not want to work. Which is really interesting, really interesting to see that disconnect between the community and, like, just media in general, you know? Right. Yeah, I know what you're coming from. So uh, just to kind of bring it to a close here since we are running a little bit short on time Mm -hmm. um what would you two like to see more of in reference to uh women in the transformation community in the in the future here um i would just like to see more like i'd like to see uh more like um empowering things that's just my personal preference like just like women becoming these amazing beasts would be so cool um but you know i i really do like i would like to see it like just more people get involved in it and make it more varied and more interesting in ways that i can't even predict i i really like that i like that people bring all kinds of different things and i would love to see different people's viewpoints in general on women and how they can change and and just to hear their stories because i mean um like i said genexus is working on like a genexus is amazing she's working on a web comic with a female lead and um it's very interesting um and uh like a like Kaylee Bra, he's got um, his own female character, Alessa, who I would have never been able to come up with by myself. Um, so, I mean, just to see the differing ways that people can express TF and just stuff like that with women is is interesting. As long as you know we're not having things that would make people feel bad, <laughs> like um, rapey kind of images. Like I stay away from that. That's going to be made regardless. But, you know, that's just my personal preference. I gotcha. And how about you, Kat? Um, I agree with more empowering. Like that, That's fun stuff. Like, you want to see women becoming, like, these, these monster things and having fun with it because it's fun. It's just fun to see them do that. And um, it would also probably help some women because I know a lot of the women in the community, they're, like, scared to talk because, like, oh, no, I don't want to be, like, seen because then people will, like, attack me because I'm a woman. Um, it'd be nice for them to be more comfortable because, uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that makes people sort of uncomfortable, like like what Steph was saying with the rapey stuff. But, um, yeah, if, there, if there's more stuff that, that makes people more comfortable with it, then that would be great. All right. Good stuff. So uh, that does bring us towards the end of this episode for the podcast. So, again, want to extend my appreciation for the two of you coming out here tonight. Um, and no just problem. to put out some of the uh, shameless promotion for you two here uh so um actually we didn't get to speak about um katana's uh kind of spiel with uh what she's uh kind of into as far as relation to transformation or (laughs) hobby uh but as most would know she is a um a would want to say for say a first suitor but um just an avid avid fanatic of uh animal mask i guess you could say um more particular with leopards as you are so fond of mm-hmm. so um just all transformation parts just all kind of costumes <laughs> i'm a one-man tf shop you know <laughs> right exactly so if you want to see more on uh what her kind of forms are involved with that uh you can find her uh for, an, for affinity count 
uh, which I'll let you go ahead and plug that in for the sake of this podcast here. <laughs> yeah, my FA is uh, Caternalia. Okay, and uh, same thing for your DeviantArt if you have one. Oh, my DeviantArt is uh, it's mindless-imagery. <laughs> okay, quite a bit different, but no problem with that. It is. And uh, I understand you just... Uh, you got a Twitter recently as well, didn't you? Oh god, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my just my Twitter is um you can just search Katana, it'll come up. Great, good deal. So if you'd like to follow her uh her journey along, you can follow her on Twitter or even just uh get a quick scope on for affinity or deviant art with uh, those channels if you'd like with that. So um moving on to Steph here, um her deviant art twin twin tigers. Um, she does do some art, so if you'd like to take a gander of that, um, I'll let you plug that URL in as well, or what you want to look for going towards that. Uh, sure. Um, on DA and on Fire Affinity, it's uh, Tiger Twins. Um, I haven't been able to post any new content, but most of the uh, Not Safe for Work stuff is on Fire Affinity, of course. So I would recommend if you're looking for TF stuff only, go to Fire Affinity good stuff so uh, again thanks to all for listening in and for staying for the uh, most crucial part of season two and here's to ending it out with a bang and uh one more time i want to appreciate you two for coming in and uh looks forward to the rest of the season here so thanks all for listening and we'll see you soon